This is Show Me Today. A handful of language creators were recently at Westminster College in Fulton. These are the people that uh, create fictional languages for TV series and shows. Cameron Connor is with Jesse Sams and David Peterson, two language creators who worked on different projects. So this is a part of Westminster College's 18th annual Hancock Symposium. So both of your both of your guys' experiences, give me that for, to begin with. You know, what, what is this all about? How was it? And talk about maybe some engagement with students. Yeah, it's been it's been really great. Um, even though I, I grew up right near Fulton, only only a little over an hour away, I never actually came here. And so this is my first experience um, in Fulton as well as Westminster College, and they have done an amazing job putting together this symposium. Um, and the students here have been um, outstanding. And so we have had the the opportunity to have lunch with honor students to speak large group, you know, at, with a large audience, which was also great. But I think one of my favorite things was what we actually just got finished doing. Mm -hmm. um, and that was we had a workshop with about 40 students uh, teaching them how to create a language. And I love that interaction, the back and forth, seeing them get inspired and asking a lot of questions and working in a more class-like situation. I love that. Yeah. This is a really unique event because uh, we've visited tons and tons of universities and there are a lot of programs you know, uh, designed for students, but rarely do you see one where they actually give students the day off of classes so that they can actually come and attend the events. Uh, and they have. Uh, the students have come out for it. That is really cool and, and rarer than you'd think. Uh, I think this was really something special. Uh, and, and it tells you something about the commitment of the students that they showed up at nine o'clock in the morning yeah. for a talk on a day they didn't have any scheduled classes. That's mm -hmm. for college students. That's that's huge. I mean, for us, that was huge to show up at night. Uh -huh. For them, it's even bigger. And so that really says something about the quality and commitment of the students here. Let's say that I am now the student and we're building this workshop together in the most elementary building blocks you can give me for an audio radio interview. <laughs> what exactly does it take? Where do you even start to create a language? Uh, well, our, the workshop is actually a little different. We made some decisions ahead of time because, of course, where you start is you come up with the sounds that you're going to have in your language. If you're going to have a spoken language, for example, because a language can be signed, it could be written, it can be done with food, it can be done with smells even, like anything that transmits anything could be used for a language. You decide on your sounds, you decide how those sounds are going to be put together into words, because they can be put together in any number of ways, and all languages decide on that. And then once you got your words, you can move on to the grammar. Uh, decide how nouns and verbs will inflect, uh, what the orders of them are going to be, how you take those words and then build larger sentences. And then you focus on different sentence types, basic clauses, questions, negations, uh, subordinate clauses, things like that. And then you spend like 30 or 40 years filling up lexicon. <laughs> <laughs> or, or however much time you get from the people who hire you. Um, but yeah, in the workshop, what we do, David had mentioned that we make some some pre-decisions. Um, and that's because you, you can only do so much in an hour and a half. And so to make some of it a little less overwhelming, because as you may have seen, just that step through, it sounds so simple on the surface, what David walked through. But as you can imagine, there's just so much that it's overwhelming. And so we come to the workshop already having decided, 
here's what sounds we're going to have. Here are, in fact, all the words we're going to need for these two very specific sentences that we're translating. And so it's all specific. It is all preset. Every decision they make in the workshop from that point where we say, here's the words we're starting with, the sounds we're starting with, and here's where we're going with them. We give them options that they can only choose from. So like while in the world of languages, you could have um, a million different ways that you could mark nouns to say that there's one noun or there's more than one noun, right? Like there mm -hmm. are a million different ways you could mark this information. We preset those decisions where it's like, you've got three options, which one's your favorite? And so we've, we've made all of those decisions ahead of time so that as they vote, it's very specifically building a system. And yet even with all of those decisions kind of pre-selected for them, the decisions they make really radically change how those sentences look at the end, even though it's just these two small sentences, there's some really radical changes that happen. Yeah, we've done this workshop several times. The result has never been the same, never even been remotely the same, yeah. um, even though they're working from a very small set of data. Show me today, The Voice of Missouri. We are talking with language creators, David Peterson and also Jesse Sams. What I'm trying to think here, what about, since you, you both are language creators, are there certain projects that either of you have worked on before that you can give examples for that you've done professionally? Oh, for sure. Um, and so some of the, the more recent ones that, that people um, may have heard of or may be interested in that are, are coming out soon, um, Shadow and Bone Season 2 mm -hmm. recently uh, debuted, The Witcher Season 3, three just, did, just, yeah. just aired. Uh, Pixar's Elemental, we did the fire language for that. Mm -hmm. And then um, Dune 2, which coming. is coming out in November. Uh, we, we worked on that as well. And so um, for those languages, the, the process is really just sitting down and deciding, you know, how how we want it to sound. Um, Shadow and Bone and The Witcher, are, are, well, and the Dune, and Dune movies yeah. um, are actually different because we had source material we had to take into account for the languages because we need any fans of those, you know, of those books who go to see the movie or who watch the TV shows want to see what they know from the books. And so we had to make sure those words made it into the language um, so that way they can say, well, I read this word in Dune and now they hear it on the screen because yeah. it's part of the language. And any sort of thing that has previous story material, like Dune, for example, and they want to see what's coming to life, real life, in front of them, what about the actor portion of this? How do you make an actor convince a viewer that they know this language as well as you do? So the first step is when we translate dialogue for a show or a film, uh, like we provide them, we provide them with uh, the kind of information that they're going to need. So you can imagine there's the line is written in English. There's a line translated into the language uh, that uh, that we've done. So the full translation. Uh, next, we break it down syllable by syllable, showing them where to put emphasis. Uh, below that, we give them some word for word glosses in case they need it. And so this is, for example, so like you know, imagine if you were translating something in, in English and the line was. Um, uh, I need you to come over here. Uh, we want to make sure that it's I need you to come over here and not I need you to come over here. That doesn't sound very, it sounds non-fluent. So we want to make sure they don't make mistakes like that. Or, or something like I need you to come over 
here where you kind of get those breaths and weird places and, and pauses. You will. And, and so like that one's a little bit dramatic, but in longer lines, especially where an actor would need to take a breath, you want to make sure they're taking a breath where the phrase would actually split in the language rather than just where they run out of breath. Yeah, unless you happen to be William Shatner or Christopher Walken, in which case that's <laughs> definitely by design. But beyond this, though, uh, is that we record every single line on MP3. We record it exactly as it's supposed to be spoken on screen. Then we give it to them slow so that if they need to go over it bit by bit. And so uh, all the actors, they get that because, of course, everybody has smartphones now. It costs nothing to you know, send an email. And so, yeah, every single line that you hear of ours that's pronounced on screen, uh, we've done it ourselves on MP3 beforehand. And so they can just listen and repeat. Wow, that's such a complex process. It's so intricate. And basically from wrapping up what you guys were just saying right there, it, it's it's basically making a, a language sound as convincing as can be to make it fluent and socially understandable to where someone could depict it and get the gist of what someone was saying. Is that is that like a ballpark of how to do that, I guess? Or it's it's more about making the line your own so that the actor can feel confident that uh, about what they're saying, that they're pronouncing it right, that they can go through it slowly and get it down. So then it can be like, rather than I am successfully pronouncing this line, it is I speak this language and I am delivering the message that I intend to deliver. I'm not focusing on pronunciation anymore. I'm not imagining I'm speaking a different language. This is just me saying what I want to say to you. That's where the actor needs to get to. And this is uh, how we kind of help them get to that point. This has been Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri. We are talking with language creators David Peterson and also Jesse Sams. Thank you both for joining me on Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri. Thank you. Thank you.